I would like to call boys and girls kindergarten through fifth grade up here, please. Come on up. I'm going to do a quick little plug for Shine. We meet on Wednesday nights from 6 to 7.30. We only have two more, and then we are done for the semester. But we're going to do a Christmas craft, and then the next week we're going to wrap the, learn to wrap the, the, when we're going to wrap the craft. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. So, yes. If you have anyone interested, please send them. We love it. Right, Kate? Yes. <laughs> All right. Do you guys know what Advent means? Yeah. What? It's... Well, I feel like <laughs> That's okay. Anyone know what Advent means? It means coming. And it's the time of year that we prepare for the coming of Christmas, which is all about Jesus is coming, right? His birth. All right. Do you want to light the candle? The first candle is called the candle of hope. In the Bible, to hope means to wait patiently for something good that is coming. God's people, the people of Israel, were told to hope for the Messiah, God's promised king, to rescue them from their sin and failure. Jesus is that Messiah. He is the light of the nations, and he is the only hope for us to find God's forgiveness and life. Isaiah 51, 4 through 5 says, Listen to me, my people. Pay attention, my nation. My instruction will go out to the nations. I make everything right. That will be a guiding light for them. The time for me to set you free is near. I will soon save you. My powerful arm will make everything right among the nations. The islands will put their hope in me. They will wait for my powerful arm to act. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the light of all of the nations and our one true hope. Amen. Okay, boys and girls, we can go straight to children in worship. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, children, for that important it's a tradition but it's also a moment to remind us of what this is all about the advent the coming of christ the waiting so boys and girls yes if there are any other boys and girls out there that uh, did not come up you are welcome to go to children in worship as well we're going to get ready for our message time and you can get your bibles ready there are bibles in the back if you don't have one but i want to just highlight a couple of things that are coming up here that we want you to be aware of. The first is next Sunday afternoon, uh, December 4 at 3 p.m. We are going to just shine up this place a little bit and put up a few extra wall hangings this week, and we're going to have a great open house for the congregation, but also for the community of friends and supporters who gave to this project uh, of our facelift that we've been able to get 
done in this last year. Vamos a tener una jornada de puertas abiertas el domingo uh, 4, el próximo domingo de, a las 3 de la tarde. What's an open house? It's just, hey, come in, take a look. Look at the carpet, look at the lights, look at the paint. You see, as you came in this morning, did you see the big welcome sign? Bienvenidos. Había un letrero que decía bienvenidos, ¿verdad? Those are the kinds of things we want people to say, hey, look at this, and to celebrate. Why are we celebrating touching up a building? Because we're celebrating that we can give a more warm welcome to people. To say, come in and listen to the love of God for you, the message of Jesus. Queremos dar una acogida cordial a la comunidad por medio de este edificio y eso es lo que vamos a celebrar. So we invite you to come. We'll have some refreshments. We'll have a time to just dedicate uh, this project to the Lord and for His purposes. The other thing is coming in a couple of weeks, the 16th of December. That's a Friday. El 16 de diciembre es un viernes. We have our annual Christmas concert and it, we put that word outreach in there because really the point is not just for us to get together and have a wonderful time, but to reach out and to bring in family, friends, coworkers, neighbors. And as you know, the, the, the idea is you sponsor a table, you put together a table, you put together on that table the treats you want to have, the decorations you want to have, and hopefully you invite the friends that you want to see there to come and to hear the, the message of Jesus in song and in word. Uh, so that's at 7 p.m. on the 16th. Today after worship, as you go out the front door, there's an opportunity for you to sign up if you want to have a table, if you want to be a sponsor of a table. Si quieren patronizar una mesa para este concierto donde invitan a sus amigos, vecinos, colaboradores del trabajo, Pueden uh, inscribirse después del servicio en la, en la mesa que está fuera de la puerta. So, be thinking about that. Be praying about that. My wife and I are starting to think, okay, we have one neighbor that we've invited, but who else can we invite? And it's going to be an, a wonderful time to share Jesus with people. So, uh, again, as Melissa said, we're in the seasons of Advent. This is the first Sunday of Advent. Hoy es el primer domingo de Adviento. And I would like to share with you our reading, which is from... Isaiah 51, it's a part of it is uh, the verses that we just heard from Melissa. Isaiah chapter 51 is in the Old Testament, and I want to read verses 1 through 6 for us. Vamos a leer Isaías capítulo 51, versículos 1 al 6. So please take a moment to get there. Isaiah is about halfway through the Bible, a little bit after the Psalms. And I'm going to read this first in Spanish, then we'll read it in English. Voy a comenzar y leer primero en español y después en inglés. And so what I'm asking of us now is that we just fix our attention on these words and open up, open up our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our lives. Abramos los oídos, los ojos, los corazones y las vidas a la palabra del Señor. Y dice la palabra de Dios así. Ustedes los que van tras la justicia y buscan al Señor, escúchenme. Miren la roca de la, cual, de la que fueron tallados, la cantera de la que fueron extraídos. Miren a Abraham, su padre, y a Sara, que los dio a luz. Cuando yo lo llamé, él era solo uno, pero lo bendije y lo multipliqué. Sin duda, el Señor consolará a Sion, consolará todas sus ruinas, convertirá en un Edén su, su desierto, en huerto del Señor sus tierras secas. En ella encontrarán alegría y regocijo, 
acción de gracias y música de salmos. Préstame atención, pueblo mío, óyeme, nación mía, porque de mí saldrá la enseñanza y mi justicia será luz para las naciones. Ya se acerca mi justicia, mi salvación está en camino, mi brazo juzgará a las naciones. Las cosas lejanas confían en mí y ponen su esperanza en mi brazo. Levanten los ojos al cielo, miren la tierra aquí abajo. Como humo se esfumarán los cielos, como ropa se gastará la tierra, como moscas morirán sus habitantes. Pero mi salvación permanecerá para siempre, mi justicia nunca fallará. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness and who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were cut and to the quarry from which you were hewn. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, he was but one, and I blessed him and made him many. The Lord will surely comfort Zion and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in her, thanksgiving and the sound of singing. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, my nation. The law will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way. And my arm will bring justice to the nations. The islands will look to me and wait in hope for my arm. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look at the earth beneath. The heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment and its inhabitants die like flies. But my salvation will last forever. My righteousness will never fail. So I want to ask you a simple question here. And the question is, where do you look for inspiration? Where do you go? ¿Dónde buscas la inspiración? What am I talking about? I'm talking about, you know, motivational sayings and, and, and quotes and pithy uh, words that, you know, kind of encourage you. Uh, son uh, dichos uh, y refranes que animan, que, que motivan. Where do you go for that? Uh, in addition to the Bible, of course, we go to the Bible for that, but where would you go beyond that or outside of that? ¿A dónde van más allá de la Biblia? Well, in ancient times, in the days before the Internet, we went to this place called Reader's Digest. Some of us old people actually remember that. Antes del Internet, leíamos las selecciones de Reader's Digest, ¿verdad? And there was a little section in there called Quotable Quotes. And you could read it and find some inspiring things and motivational things there. Uh, after that, again, before the internet, there was this other series of books called Chicken Soup for the Soul. Maybe you've also read some of that. Hay sopa de pollo para el alma también que contiene muchas citas inspiradoras. And then, of course, there is the internet nowadays. I mean, you're just a few clicks away from an inspiring saying, an inspiring quote. But here's the reality, much of what you see out there, uh, it, it, whether it's the Internet or Reader's Digest or Chicken Soup for the Soul, there's a lot of stuff out there that says it's chicken soup, but it's really thin gruel. 
It's really, you know, soup without the chicken, without the meat. Hay muchas citas que parecen ser inspiradores, pero son sopas sin el pollo. Let me see if I can give you an example of one. Here's a quote by Leslie Chang, an author. I don't know who this person is. Es una cita de Leslie Chang. And this is what they say. The past has been there all along, reminding us this time, maybe, hopefully, Against all odds, we will get it right. El pasado siempre ha estado ahí recordándonos esta vez, tal vez con suerte contra todo pronóstico lo haremos bien. Now, does that sound inspiring to you? I'm sorry, it doesn't to me. Eso no me inspira para nada. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like a very poor re-election campaign slogan. Right? Vote for me. Because this time, hopefully, maybe, against all odds, I'll get it right. Voten por mí esta vez contra todo pronóstico, a lo mejor lo haré bien. It's not inspiring at all. What's it saying? It's saying that this is the story of human history. If you look at the past, we find that history seems to be a repeating cycle of people saying, well, maybe this time, hopefully, maybe, against all odds, we can do better. We can do right. La historia humana es la historia de personas que quieren hacer mejor cada vez y fallan, and yet it doesn't quite happen, does it? You know what I call that? I call that the definition of insanity, which is trying to do the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different result. Es la, es la locura que se intentara hacer algo buscando otro resultado. Now, in a way, at the beginning here of Isaiah 51, we, we find something similar being said. Algo parecido aparece aquí en Isaías 51. In verse 1, it says simply, Look to the rock from which you were cut and to the quarry from which you were hewn. Miren la roca de la que fueron tallados, la cantera de la que fueron extraídos. What's that mean? It's saying, look to the past. Look to your history for hope. Look to where you have been. Miren el pasado, miren su historia, buscando esperanza. And then it defines it a little bit more in verse 2. It says, look to Abraham your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. Miren Abraham, su padre, a Sarah, que los dio a luz. Who are Abraham and Sarah? Well, Abraham and Sarah, of course, are the father and mother of Israel. Son los padres de Israel. Abraham and Sarah uh, were blessed by God in a very miraculous way. Abraham was a uh, an infertile old man. Sarah was a, a barren old woman. Abraham and Sarah eran una pareja infertil. And what did God do? God intervened and blessed them with this miracle child by the name of Isaac. And out of Isaac, he, he brought about the whole nation of Israel. Les bendijo con un hijo Isaac y de ellos hizo la nación de Israel. It was a great miracle. In fact, it says here, God says in verse 2, when I called him, when I called Abraham, he was one. And I blessed him and made him many. Cuando lo llamé, él era solo uno, lo multipliqué y lo bendije. God called Abraham, he says, I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to make you a blessing to all the nations by making you a great nation. Te voy a bendecir y hacer una bendición a todas las naciones. And yet... If we look to that history, if we look to that rock, what do we see? 
¿Qué vemos ahí? God provided the miracle. God provided the blessing. Dios dio el milagro. And Israel provided the failure. Israel provided the sin. The disobedience, the rebellion against God. Israel proveyó el pecado, la desobediencia en contra de Dios. Time and time and time again, Israel tried to get it right and they never could. And in the end, the nation was destroyed. They were invaded, the people were scattered, the land was, was leveled and became a desert. Fueron invadidos el pueblo disperso y la tierra un, un desierto. And that would seem to be not only the story of Israel, but that's, as I said before, the story of the human race, really. From the Bible's perspective, God provides the blessing, God provides what is good, and we provide the failure. We provide the sin. Dios provee la bendición y nosotros el, el fracaso. And yet God continues to give miracles. Is God crazy? Is this the definition of insanity? Dios sigue proveyendo milagros. ¿Es una locura? Well, not exactly. Look at verse 3 with me. Here is a promise. The Lord will surely comfort Zion, that's Jerusalem, the capital of the nation, and will look with compassion on all her ruins. He will make her deserts like Eden, her wastelands like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be, be found in her. El Señor consolará. Sion convertirá en un Edén, su desierto en huerto del Señor, sus tierras secas. This is talking about God stepping in and bringing about a new creation. God's going to do something new. Dios va a traer una nueva creación. He's going to provide Eden in the middle of the desert. The garden of paradise in the middle of destruction. Dios va a proveer Eden dentro de la destrucción. We go on to verse 4 and 5, versículos 4 y 5. Listen to me, my people. The law will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. Presta mi atención, pueblo mío, porque de mí saldrá la enseñanza. Mi justicia será luz para las, las naciones. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way. My arm will bring justice to the nations. Se acerca mi justicia, mi salvación está en camino. The islands will look to me and wait in hope. For my arm, las cosas lejanas confían en mí y ponen su esperanza en mi brazo. What's this saying? It's saying God's going to bring out this new creation. He's going to bring it about by speaking out a word. He's going to speak out a law, a principle, a truth, a reality, a teaching. Dios va a traer nueva creación hablando un, un, una ley, una enseñanza, una palabra. How did God bring about the first creation of the world? He spoke out a word. Let there be light. Dios creó el mundo, dijo que haya luz. Well, God's going to do it again. He's going to bring about this new Eden by speaking out this light. And this light will be a light for the nations, it says. 
It will bring the salvation, the deliverance of God near to people. Esta luz traerá la salvación de Dios para las naciones. And even the far-flung reaches of the earth, the deepest, darkest corners of the earth, the islands, the coastlands will hope in this light that is coming. Aún los confines de la tierra van a esperar en esta luz que viene. It's going to change everything. You see, the light that God is going to send out will not be like the rock of the past. La luz no será como la roca del pasado. Let's think about rocks for a minute. Rocks are solid. Rocks are hard, immovable, unchangeable. Las rocas son sólidas, incomovibles, like the past. Can't change your past. We can't change the failures that we have, uh, have been through, the, the sins that we have committed, the terrible tragedies we've experienced. You can't go back and change that. No se puede cambiar el, lo pasado, los pecados, la desobediencia, las tragedias. Just can't do it. Don't look to the rock where you come from because it's, it's full of sadness, isn't it? No hope there. But light. Light is different. Light is unique. La luz es única y diversa y diferente. Think about light for a minute. You know what scientists tell us about light? Light is, is a, a unique thing in the world. Light is both particle and wave, scientists say. La luz es partícula y onda. In other words, light is both material and energy. It's matter and energy. La luz es material y también es energía. As a particle, light has some material-like qualities to it. It's a thing. It's a physical thing. It's material, but it's also energy. And as energy, it is something invisible. It's something powerful. I mean, think about it. Light is material, and yet you cannot grasp light in your hands, can you? And yet light, for that be, uh, being you know, something you can't grab onto, it's not something weak either. No puedes apretar la luz, pero no es débil. You can take light, and light in the form of a laser can cut through steel. It can cut through skin. La luz en forma de láser puede hasta cortar acero. God's going to send a light. It won't be like the rock. God's going to send the light of his hope and justice to the nations. It's going to change everything. You know, this, this light that Isaiah is talking about here, you could say, is material. Esta luz es material. Why? Because this light comes from our history. This light comes from the rock of Abraham and Sarah, from the history of Israel. Esta luz viene de la roca de Abraham y Sarah. This light is flesh and blood. This light is human. Es ser humano. This light, like Isaac, will be born in a miraculous way. Esta luz nacerá de forma milagrosa como Isaac. Isaac was born of a barren old woman. This light's going to be born of a virgin young woman. Isaac nació de una mujer vieja, infértil, este, esta luz de una virgen joven. This light 
will come from us, and yet this light will not be like us. This light will not fail. This light will not stumble. This light will not be stuck in sin. Esta luz no va a tropezar con el pecado y estar estancado en la desobediencia. This light will be free from all of that. That's because this light, although this light will come from our history, he is not ultimately of us. This light has divine power because this light is from and is God. Esta luz es Dios. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Jesus is this light that Isaiah is prophesying 800 years before the fact. La luz es Jesús. He's fully human, fully God. And he is the light that brings hope. Él es la luz que trae la esperanza. Why does he bring hope? Because although he comes into our history and he comes from our history, he will not repeat our history. Él viene de nuestra historia, pero no repite nuestra historia. Because you see, he's going to get it right where we've always gotten it wrong. Against all odds, he will get it right. Contra todo pronóstico, él lo hará bien. And in fact, he gets it right by us doing what we've always done. Coming against the light, he will be crucified. He will be killed. Será matado en una cruz, and yet the light will keep shining. That's the message here. Esta es la, el mensaje. And the message, the implication of that is that for those who are connected to this light, Jesus, if you come into a connection with him, your history no longer has to define your trajectory. Tu historia ya no define tu trayectoria. Your past no longer has to define your future. Tu pasado no define tu futuro. The hope is that there can be real change. Finally, this time, because God never gets it wrong. God is faithful to get it right. Dios es fiel para ponerla todo bien. So this morning, as Cody said, we're entering into the season of Advent with a series of messages, and the, the title of this series is Light of the Nations. La Luz de las Naciones, el título de esta serie de Adviento. And each week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking at prophecies from Isaiah written centuries before Jesus that point to Jesus as the light. Today it's Jesus, the light, who brings hope. Hoy es Jesús, la luz que trae esperanza. Vamos a mirar profecías y sayas que señalan eso. And my hope is that through that we can understand better what it is, not only that we're celebrating, but what it is that we're looking forward to. As, as Cody said, we're looking forward to a coming of the light. Because we need the light. We need hope in our world today. Tenemos necesidad de la esperanza en el mundo. And I can tell you where hope will not come from. Hope will not come from politicians who say, give me another two years, perhaps against all odds I'll make it right. That's not where your hope's going to come from. La esperanza no viene de los políticos que dicen, esta vez lo haré bien. Hope 
is not going to come from some billionaire sweeping in to buy up everything and make it right. Not going to work. No es un millonario que compra cosas para ponerlos bien. The hope that we're looking for is not going to come from some Hollywood celebrity virtue signaling to us the way we're supposed to live. Or, or some athlete, or some writer, or some musician writing the perfect song. La esperanza no viene de los atletas ni los, no, los actores, los escritores. No. Hope cannot and will not come from any other human being who's cut out as a, out of the same rock as us it can only come from Jesus who is completely human completely divine he is the light and the hope of the nations Jesús es la luz de las naciones and we wait for him we wait for him and if we're wise we understand that that is the only solid hope there is esa es la única esperanza sólida. In fact, in Isaiah 51:6 here, we're told the truth that we often like to avoid. And that truth is that everything that we think is solid, everything that we think is sure in this life, is going to be gone someday. Look at verse 6. It says, Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look at the earth. Levanten los ojos al cielo, miren la tierra. The heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment. And its inhabitants die like flies. Como humo se esfumarán los cielos, como ropa se gastará la tierra, como moscas morirán sus habitantes. Everything that seems so solid here and now, someday is going to be gone. But my salvation will last forever. My righteousness will never fail, pero mi salvación permanecerá para siempre. Mi justicia nunca fallará. That salvation is Jesus Christ, the light of the world, the light of the nations. Es Jesús la luz de las naciones. So I want to ask you just a simple question. Where are you going for hope today? Where are you looking for hope? ¿Dónde buscas la esperanza hoy? What is the basis of that hope? ¿Cuál es la base de tu esperanza? God's word here is inviting us to look beyond human solutions. To look beyond chicken soup for the, the soul. The gospel, the good news is not just chicken soup for the soul. El evangelio no es simplemente sopa de pollo para el alma. The good news is that Jesus Christ is our hope. And he is our light. Las buenas noticias son que Jesucristo es nuestra esperanza y nuestra luz. People of God, let's hope in him. Today and always. Esperemos en él hoy y siempre. Would you pray with me? Oremos juntos. Heavenly Fathers, we come to this time of year. I'm aware that this is a time when people often struggle because they say in their hearts, it's Advent, it's Christmas again. Things are no better than last year. 
I keep hoping that things will get better and they never get better. And depression and hopelessness are a real thing, especially during these holidays. En estas fiestas hay muchos que se deprimen porque piensan las cosas no han mejorado nada desde el año pasado y no se van a mejorar. Lord, we can't find hope in ourselves or in our world. We need your intervention and we thank you that we have been given it in Jesus. Gracias por tu intervención, Señor, en la persona de Jesús. Jesus, shine in our dark hearts and give us light. Thank you that you've come near. May we draw near to you in this time of year. Gracias que has, te has acercado a nosotros, Jesús, que podamos acercarnos a ti, Señor. We pray for those who don't have hope today. Or if they have hope, are pinning those hopes on something that will ultimately crumble. We pray that they might encounter the hope of Jesus Christ. Oramos por esas personas que ponen sus esperanzas en cosas que se van a, a desaparecer. Que encuentren la esperanza de Cristo. Help us, Lord, to reflect your light at this time when people need it so much. We thank you, Jesus. Gracias, Señor Jesús. You are the light of the nations. You are the light that brings hope. Tú eres la luz de las naciones que traes la esperanza. And it's in your name we pray. Together, God's people say, amen.